You are listening to Bullet Points. Bullet Points is our 15-minute monthly update on hot topics in the gun violence prevention movement. Hello and welcome to Bullet Points, a podcast brought to you by Women Against Gun Violence, where we update you on the latest topics in the gun violence prevention movement in just 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, Alec Foster, and today we have a couple things to discuss. Firstly, the January mass shootings in Monterey Park and Half Moon Bay, California, which as our executive director Margot Bennett discussed last month, have sparked Los Angeles County to pass new gun control measures. And secondly, how the startlingly similar nature of these atrocious crimes has called into question the idea of contagion theory. January 2023 was an unfortunately challenging month for gun violence in America, especially in the state of California, where we saw two mass shooting casualties occur within two days of each other in Monterey Park and Half Moon Bay. These shootings claimed the lives of a total of 18 innocent individuals and sent a wave of fear not only over the Los Angeles community, but over the Asian community specifically as well. Firstly, because both Monterey Park and Half Moon Bay communities are largely Asian populated, and many of the victims of these vicious attacks were Asian, but also because there is concern that with both perpetrators also being of Asian descent themselves, this will now put an unjust target of hate on the Asian community. When in reality, white men represent a significantly larger portion of the gun violence and mass shootings perpetrated in this country. But we do not hear the fear-mongering tactics when the perpetrators are non-minorities. The perpetrator of this shooting in Monterey Park was a 72-year-old man who went into a ballroom dance studio filled with joyous patrons celebrating the Lunar New Year and opened fire. The gunman used a semi-automatic pistol, purchased in 1990, with an extended high-capacity magazine clip. Both the gun and the modifications that he made to it are illegal in the state of California. He shot and killed 11 individuals and injured 9 more. This shooting is now the deadliest mass shooting in the history of Los Angeles County, and was truly devastating to learn the details of as all of these mass shooting atrocities are. The state of California sought to rally around the grieving community of Monterey Park and the victims and survivors of this deadly shooting. And of course, thoughts and prayers were sent out in droves. However, not even 48 hours later, another mass shooting incident occurred in Half Moon Bay, California. We were just beginning to grieve the lives lost and the surviving lives forever changed by senseless gun violence. And before we were able to truly start that process, bang, another seven innocent people's lives were taken from this earth, just like that. The shooting in Half Moon Bay was perpetrated by another elderly man of 66 years of age. The shooting was described as workplace violence, as the victims of the shooting were co-workers of the perpetrator, and the scenes of the crimes were in the farms where they worked. 
The gunman told investigators that he experienced harsh working and living conditions, amongst other grievances, which led him to take these people's lives. Of course, as we know, there's no justifiable cause for mass murder. And similarly to the Monterey Park shooting, the gunman used a semi-automatic pistol to carry out his murders. The similarities in these two January mass shootings and the frequency of them sparked Chip Brownlee, reporter for the publication The Trace, to do some digging into whether or not mass shootings in this country being contagious is an idea that has any merit to it. Both shooters were elderly, both used semi-automatic handguns, and both sought to shoot people in multiple locations in public spaces a few hundred miles from each other. So the trace sought to break down some of the confusing evidence regarding mass shooters. In social science, contagion effect refers to the tendency for people to mimic the behavior of others who are either nearby or whom they have been exposed to, and for that behavior to spread spontaneously through a group or population. Mass shooting contagion theory is the studied nature and effect of media coverage of mass shootings and the potential increase of mimicked events. And we have commonly seen clusters of mass shootings happen in the United States, more recently in May of 2022, when 10 people were murdered in Buffalo, New York, and not even two weeks later, 21 people, primarily children, were killed in Uvalde, Texas. And while these shootings were not directly linked, it sparked curiosity as to whether there is an identifiable contagion effect increasing the rate of mass shootings in the country. Findings suggest that mass shooters are not necessarily copycats, but there have certainly been shooters that were inspired by previous heinous acts that were perpetrated before them. An example being the Sandy Hook shooter, who was inspired by the Columbine shooting, which is cited by many as being the first mass shooting to receive nationwide 24-7 news coverage and give the shooters widespread infamy, which is another issue that over the years has influenced a push for media to refrain from highlighting info and pictures of mass shooters. A data scientist who was one of the first to examine the contagious nature of mass shootings did find in 2015 that mass shootings were indeed temporarily contagious and increased the probability of shootings for up to 13 days. And in 2022, researchers Michael Jetter from the University of Western Australia and J.K. Walker from Old Dominion University in Virginia found that increases in news coverage of mass shootings predicted an increase in mass shootings for up to a month after, based on a study they conducted. But in a 2021 article published in the journal Statistics and Public Policy, criminologist at Northeastern University James Allen Fox and four co-authors found no evidence of a contagion effect and no evidence that media coverage caused a contagion effect. The conclusions drawn from the research and various studies are a bit complicated. There was conflicting evidence based on how researchers chose to quantify news coverage, the types of shootings they analyzed, and what statistical methods of analysis they used. And it remains challenging, in general, to analyze mass shooting data when there are various definitions of what certain entities view as a mass shooting. 
And while the frequency of mass shootings in the United States remains worrisome and has seen a frustratingly deadly uptick, the sample size is small in relation to other phenomena that social science researchers have more focus on. And many of the mass shootings that take place in this country do not receive the mainstream media news coverage, for better or worse, depending on how you view it. Perhaps these conflicting findings about contagion theory and mass shootings suggest that reevaluating how we categorize and quantify gun violence should be a priority. Making the definitions of mass shootings more uniform so that we can have more digestible data sets to adequately analyze, legislate, and eradicate the obscene levels of gun violence we are experiencing in this country. Of the 10 deadliest mass public shootings in the United States, eight have happened since 2010, and six of those have happened since 2015. We are going in the wrong direction. The Gun Violence Archive recorded the most mass shootings in 2021 and the most mass murders in 2022. Other countries, as we know, have found ways to virtually eradicate their gun violence issues, and our gun violence rates continue to increase. A seismic shift in our approach to tackling our country's gun violence epidemic is necessary and essential. As always, thank you for your continued unwavering support of women against gun violence and the work that we do. If you have not already, sign up for our action alerts at wagv.org. Follow us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at WAGV and on TikTok at WAGVORG. And if you have any questions or topics you would like to address, please be sure to email us at WAGV at WAGV.org. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next month. Thank you for listening to Bullet Points, and be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Visit our website at WAGV.org to sign up for our action alerts. We're looking forward to you joining us next month.